Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always in full hazmat suit, my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? Uh, I take back everything that I said to you people out there a few weeks ago. Apparently, the world has gone crazy mm-hmm. through coronavirus. I kind of hoped that, I assumed it would, people would, you know, we're all adults, we can, we can handle a little flu crisis. No, not at all, friend. It has been pandemonium, man. Yeah. Costco, your spot. That is not my bulk uh, store of choice. I know that's a place that you frequent. Yeah. Lines around the block. Yeah. When it has been told that we can, we all uh, group gatherings over 200 people have been disbanded mm-hmm. indefinitely. And people are lined up outside of the Costco, out into the streets all around the country. Costco's all around the country are the lines are spilling out into the streets yeah. to buy toilet paper and hand sanitizer and whatever else. I had a dude at my job try to sell me black market eggs. What is that? He bought all the eggs at the store and now he's on trying to sell them on his own. Yeah. Which is a thing that's happening. Yeah. It's crazy. So I made six figures off of Lysol on Amazon. These things bring out the worst in people, man. Yeah. You reselling hand sanitizer like they're Jordans? Yeah. Come on, man. It's crazy times, man. Fran, did you get a chance to go to the grocery store before, you know, just on a regular, just regular grocery store before it's been a shit show and now yeah. it's like a chore? Yeah. I, I went to, I was telling Sierra, I went to uh, CVS. Went to CVS. Wow. For what? To Groceries? get some snacks. No, oh, I, got okay. some, right. I, I went to go get some drinking, like some Reese's and stuff. Like a I just, It just baffles me that that's so your- So I went, what? It's a, it's a drugstore. Yeah, what about it? Like that that's your snack place of choice? Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> it's right down the street. It's like, man, I could really go for a snack of whatever kind. Yeah. I, I wouldn't think CVS would have the snacks I was looking for. Ice cream. Delicious. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah, so I went there to get some to drink, some sweet tea, and got a big pack of Reese's. Mm-hmm. And then it was the I pull up, I told stuff I was like, look, if this line if it's packed in here, I'm turning around and going back home. I'll pull up parking lot. It's loaded. I was oh, like, yeah. what is going on? I'm like, really? People are trying to get CVS. whatever they can from wherever they can. It's I go in there. A lady going. is like, she got some shit in her hand, and she's like kicking 
because she can't carry anything. So she's like kicking two, two like twenty like she, packs of rolled toilet paper. I was like, oh, this man. is insane. Apparently, uh, the coronavirus makes you incontinent or something. Like you, you shit on like you shit a lot. I don't, I don't know if that's confirmed. It's, I haven't seen that in anything, but. To people, me, the way that people buying a toilet buying toilet paper, they yeah. must think it's gonna make you shit yourself. To me, I think what it is. I use wet wipes anyway. I don't even know why. I, I, I don't even know why people are buying this much toilet paper. I, I would, I would rather buy wet wipes than toilet paper. Yeah, what I think it is is like when um stuff like this happens, people that have money likes to spend it. So I feel like if you give a people a reason to go out and spend money, it's like. That's what people that don't do. have money like to spend money. People just like to spend. Money. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, true. But I'm just saying that. Money. I'm saying that if you give people the reason to go out and buy, go out and buy stuff and something specific too, people are gonna go do it. If it was, I you know, if I'm That's, used to seeing this type of shit when a new iPhone drops or you yeah, know, some kind of electronic or new Christmas toy, but the hand sanitizer, pan, you know, pandemonium is insane. It, yeah. it, it's really it's it's ridiculous, man. And yeah. I'm dreading going to the grocery store. I'm trying to hold up in here as long as I can. Maybe make it to like a Monday. Morning, yeah. but hella jobs are just closed, so it'll be busy in a, on a Monday morning too. Yeah. I refuse to go to the grocery store this weekend, like on a Saturday, anything Sunday morning, whatever. Yeah, but oh, if I can make it crazy. to a Monday or a Tuesday morning, maybe people will be at work. But then I'm finding out more jobs than I thought were so are closed. Closing, schools yeah. are closed. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, my tax lady told me that schools in Atlanta or Georgia. I don't know. I think I don't know if she's from in Atlanta or if she's just in some other part of Georgia, they're closed indefinitely. Mm. So there's not, e- there's not even a timeline on when yeah. it's closed, but their school year is up in May. So it might just, they might just say fucking just school's school just year. done. School's out for summer now. Wow. You know, it's just a crazy time, man. And you know, the, the statistics keep coming out more and more. And you know, it's so many confusing narratives coming out from the white house and doctors and this, that, and the third. And, you shouldn't be concerned or you should be concerned and flights are low and all these kind of stuff. You know, there's a bunch of people down in Miami for spring break. They say, I don't give a fuck about no coronavirus. Yeah. Down there fucking and dancing in the beaches and stuff, <laughs> spreading germs. And, yeah. You know, so that's definitely going to up the, all those people, spring break's going to end, they're going to go back to their respective states. Mm-hmm. So. The cheap uh, flights. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I'm hearing planes are pretty empty. Can you buy them ahead of time? Like I don't think you can buy a flight okay. I didn't think so. for I didn't like think so. December now yeah, for for, so. for fifty dollars. If you buy a ticket for this weekend, yeah. it'll be cheap. But I don't I don't think buying a ticket you're not going to save much money in advance because they're like no yeah you're not going to try to game the system and get a ticket to fucking Egypt in 2021. Yeah. Now no if you want to buy if you want to go to Egypt right now, it'll be cheaper than it usually would. But I'm not going anywhere, you know, because. Yeah. Not that I'm afraid of the coronavirus. I genuinely believe that I would be fine if I got the coronavirus. I'd be, you know, you'd be sick and that sucks, but, you know, you get over it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want to get on a plane, get coronavirus, get to my vacation spot, and then I'm laid up in bed for the days that I'm at the vacation spot. Yeah. So fuck it. It's just a crazy time, man. I don't know. This, yep. got, this got way more out of hand than I thought it would. Uh, people are telling me to buy stocks. It's like, I don't know how to do that stuff, man. I don't know. Stocks a law. I'm yeah. just going to spread the suggestion to the listeners, like, you know, yeah. if that's your thing. Buy low, sell high is a yeah. thing I've heard. Mm-hmm. Apparently, stocks are really low. Bill Gates left Microsoft. Yeah. So I'm sure I've been those... losing money. Huh? Stocks. I've been losing money on stocks. Well, just stick in there, man. And apparently, yeah. when, when they turn <laughs> it better. Down, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for you, man. I hope it all turns back around. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, I've been hearing some people have been giving me credit that my, um, my Popeye chicken sandwich theory was correct, and this is, you know the outbreak monkey of the coronavirus is Popeye's. 
What do you think of uh, on that? What are your thoughts on that? No, I don't. I don't know. The time it seems a little, little convenient. Because everybody's you know sick. Because the what? What was? What was it that you said? I just said it's something in the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Popeyes man. chicken. They, okay. they 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 went away and it came back super fast and that's weird. Yeah. And now. I'm just saying, man. There might be a, a I had, diagram. I've had a couple times. There might be a correlation between the chicken wars and coronavirus. But it didn't start here, though. You don't. We don't know where. We don't know anything other than what the media is telling me. Don't even let me get on my soapbox about that. Yeah. Well, about I had a couple times. I don't think I have. At least I don't think the, I the, the chicken sandwich. No, the coronavirus. You think you <laughs> had COVID it a couple of times? I, I had the chicken sandwich a couple of times. Oh, I was very. I was like, you need to leave. Yeah. I was like, you thought you had it a couple of times. That's too late. I don't touch all kinds of shit in here. That's very in true. Here. I mean, you, you like smacked me across my face yeah. when you walked in. I, it's not a good time to be spreading germs <laughs> like that. But whatever, we'll move on. Uh, on another on another note, with uh, this quarantine and chill situation that's going on, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of kids named Karina and Karan. I will hope not. Nine months from now, it's gonna be a lot. Not. That's my bet. I'm putting that in right now. I'd bet money that's gonna be a very, it's gonna be an explosion of that name, like Karan with a K, Karina. No, I'm sorry, Karan with a C, Karina with a C, mm-hmm. and like maybe even like Corona. I don't know, man. I don't like the jokes. Oh man, you know Black Twitter's gonna do their thing. Man, yeah, I don't know. I just, what, I, I mean, what do you I, expect, man? I'm not a. You gotta laugh through the pain, man. What do you want? What? Yeah, what? Do you you want people to be serious? People are dying though. If people weren't dying, I'd be like, yeah, but people cool, cool. people die every day, b. You know. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know. Especially from dis- like especially from diseases. I I I I don't I don't wish death on anybody. I understand. I'm I, more me more than anybody. I'm looking at the people who are keep keep. It's almost like a contingency of people out there that are saying. God, shut up. Stop being worried about coronavirus. And then they show you the statistics almost to make you look feel stupid yeah. about the ages and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. those people exist, though. Yeah. People 65 and over and people with compromised immune system, those are still people. You can't say because I'm a healthy 20-something person that, you know, fuck it, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying I feel like That's what people are saying. my immune system is compromised. A lot of young people. Abs- I thought absolutely. people in Miami. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're having a good time. It's like I'm gonna live forever. And yeah, it, but I, sure. I'm also noticing that there's a lot of people who think that their immune system is better than it is. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people talk that wild, crazy shit, like you know John Rambo, and I'm like, sir, you're morbidly obese and you smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And I know your diet is crazy, so I wouldn't be wa- I wouldn't be walking around talking all crazy. Yeah. Smoke like, cigarettes and like a part of COVID nineteen is like pneumonia. Yeah, you know your lungs are trash. <laughs> yeah. So and, and people and people our age are walking around cocky like that, and it's like you vape all day, every day, blowing that shit all in my face. Yeah, you're in terrible health. Now. You cough all the time regularly. So I don't know why people. There's a lot of young people who think that they're in better shape than they are. Yeah, but the cough is always it's gonna be different now, man. Oh, they don't cough around me. Don't cough around me. Yeah. Um, also, just another you know message to people out there: the masks don't stop you from getting sick yeah they just prevent you from getting other people sick yeah so if i see you wearing a mask i'm more concerned because i assume that you're sick yeah you have it yeah but people don't get that yeah i just wanted to put that out there i want to i want to try to spread information that i have received the best i can and that's one thing that i um have been informed about and you know people should know that you buying all the masks up and putting masks all over yourself you're creating fear because people will assume that you're sick it makes me nervous yeah if I see that mask, I assume you're sick because the mask doesn't protect you from getting sick. It just stops you from coughing everywhere. Yeah. You know, so 
you know, if if germs, that it, let's say, just just to put it into perspective for people who don't get how that happens, if there's coronavirus in the air and it gets all on the front of your mask, you breathe in the air still. You're not wearing some fucking hazmat mask. Yeah. You're basically wearing a napkin over your face with two straps on it. You know, but they can't keep them. In, they can't keep them on the shelves, man. Milk. Every, people buying everything. Bisquick. You can't keep anything on the shelves. <laughs> you know, you, so, some shit you go to the grocery store, you just go, it's going to be a ton of that there. I have no yeah. soy sauce packs. This is every the shelves are empty of things that should never be gone. Yeah, all the bed, you know the the, the baking aisle, all the cakes and yeah. all that shit is gone. Going there, pat all the Patty Labelle, uh, all uh, the Patty pies, pies gone. Like oh, what's going man. on? Patty pies can't be kept. Yeah, they can't be kept on the shelf. People are just like, I'll eat anything. <laughs> if I got to be stuck in the house for two weeks, whatever's there, I'm eating. Yeah, you know, sardines are making a comeback. People are eating whatever, man. Yeah, I, I'm, noodles I, noodles. Oh well, yeah. I mean, noodles and noodles are always unhealthy, but now they can't keep. You know. I, a pack of oodle noodles, oodles and noodles weighs forty five pounds, and there's six hundred packs of oodle noodles in every box. Yeah, and the, the stores are empty of them. The level, the number of oodles and noodles that have been bought this week is insane, and it'll yeah. only continue to go crazy. Shouldn't you be eating those? All that oh no, yeah, you should. That's all that soda, you're gonna die from high blood pressure before <laughs> yeah. you die from coronavirus. You're sitting in the house for two weeks straight eating oodles and noodles with little pieces of hot dog cut up in it. Also, Gross. treat your life better. Like that, that that's your that's your uh, that that's your uh, apocalypse meal. Did you eat that? No, God no. Oh, I just ate oodles and noodles. noodles yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, you know, I might throw the packet out and just obey it up because mm. I'm from Maryland, huh? And uh, but I was more of a hot dogs and beans guy. Yeah, me too. If I'm gonna put hot dogs chopped up in yep. something, it's gonna be beans. Delicious. Get the hickory. I gotta see that now. Oh, still, yeah. yeah. I, I saw people saying that was a struggle with me. I'm like, I'll what? eat that right fucking now. <laughs> and I'm not struggling. I'm doing all right right, right. now. I'm doing all right right I'm doing the best I ever that did in my life. Fire. And there's nothing struggling about that. It's delicious. It's like kind of dessert, dinner, yep. sweet, the sweet beans. If you want to get crazy, you throw a little bit of something spicy in there, give it a little kick, a little heat, that yeah. little sweet heat. I don't, that's not a struggle to me. Yeah. It was that, uh, eating a hot dog wrapped in bread and yeah. um, hamburger helper. And I'm like, I mean, I haven't had hamburger helper in a Maybe, while, but, but I'll, I'll kick down some hamburger helper, man. <laughs> Cheesy, mm. fucking uh, strict beef stroganoff. I'll, yep. I'll kick down some some beefaroni right now. Yeah, you know, I, you know, some stuff isn't a struggle. Uh, other than that, I don't really know what's going on in the world. It's been a crazy time. You know, yeah. the election's happening. Apparently, we're gonna have to jo- vote for Joe Biden. Uh, <sighs> what is this March? It's March, man. Wow. It's only it's only March, man. It's only March. Kobe died. Everybody's the world's panicking. Trump's probably going to win again. Like, it's, it's just, let's just go to 2021. Yeah, just skip <laughs> all just, this. I'm, just, I'm over it, bro. That Kobe shit still got me fucked up. Like, yeah, it's been wild. a crazy time, man. But, hey, we do a true crime podcast, and so I always have to cap things with, but we're still alive. You know what I'm saying? So that's always the bright side to look on, you know, because we do stories about people who aren't so fortunate every week. You know, yeah. So we're still kicking it's a rough time. Everybody stay safe. Wash your fucking hands. That's like the mantra of 2020. That's going to be, by by the time December comes around and they do the highlights of 2020, it's going to be wash your fucking hands and Kobe Bryant. Those are the two highlights, and it's only March. We got the two highlights of 2020 out of the way real early. Yeah. I don't think those two things can be topped. I hope they can't. I don't want to know what the topping is of those two things. I'm going to say, again, I've been saying it since the beginning of the year. It has to get, has to get better for me. Doesn't it? I said that before Kobe passed, and I said that before this coronavirus. And, and well, stop saying it then, man, because yeah, apparently right. the uh, the universe is like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Lockdown in the house. 
you know, we're here. Enjoy this podcast. Yep. Friend, are you, is the post office, that's never shut down, right? What? You guys took an oath, right? I is mean, that a question? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's a pandemic. I don't know. Hell no. You guys took, I know you guys took that oath to, you know, Yashua or whoever you guys right. praise to and, nah. you know, the post gods and blood. That ain't happening. You took a blood oath. and so I wear gloves, so, you know, I keep my distance from people. So. What a crazy time to, be, to see a mailman and be like, hey, what's up, man? Try to dap you up. It's like, no. hey, man, we're not doing that right no. now. You know, hello, sir. Here's your man. You can dap me up. With the I got these dirty gloves on. <laughs> People at my job used to t- you know, show you some respect. Hey, man, what's going Take on? Take the off. glove off. Yeah. Just, no. It's glove, glove on glove. Yeah. All 2020. it. Yeah, it's glove on glove Pound all 2020. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into this fucked up shit. Uh, coronavirus is not going to ever stop Buster Rhymes Appreciation Month. And I want to give a shout out to a listener. Her name is Rosalinda Cruz. And she said she wanted to hear Break Your Neck by Buster Rhymes. So that's what I'm going to play. Okay. This is Break Your Neck by Busta Rhymes. When we come back, we're going to talk about some fucked up shit. Just stick around. Don't get corona. And wash your hands. Give it away. Give it away now. Just give it away, nigga. Yeah. Here we go now. Tell me what you really want to do. Come here, man. Talk to a nigga. Talk to me. You look like you can really give it to a nigga. I know what you're talking. The way you try to walk for me. The way you really try to put it on a dog. Doing it like I never did before for me. The way you break your back and I break your neck. And the way you try to put it on a floor for me. Come on. I lock it down and I hit you with that. That bomb shit. Y'all niggas know all day we be making a drop. Y'all niggas know every time we come through this motherfucker, we be always taking a rock. So let me blow this bitch. Y'all niggas know when we come, we be making it flop. The way we making it hot to make a nigga wanna stop. Get money, get cash, that check for me. All my niggas just bust your check for me. Everybody from every club, bang your head till you break your motherfucking neck for me. Just let me give you this shit to And we are back, friend. Uh, my affirmative murder this week I got from a blog site called Criminally Intrigued. I believe it's also a podcast. So shout out to them. Thank you for doing the heavy lifting on this because it's been a crazy week, man. You know, po- Corona's going around. I'm kind of, you know, batting down the hatches for that. And so I had to kind of scrounge together. And, you know, Criminally Intrigued came through in the clutch. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the story of Anthony Kirkland. Uh, he's a serial killer based out of Ohio. Uh, so buckle up this one's pretty nuts also i tried to you know even though i was scrambling i tried to you know incorporate uh you know this corona pandemic so i i looked up people who were intentionally spreading hiv because i know there's a lot of cases of that kind of stuff just like people spreading diseases or people keeping people captive in their home like something on topic for the things that are in the news and I just couldn't find anything that was interesting enough, you know, that hasn't been told already. You know, there was a guy recently who was like going around poking people with a needle. That happens all the time. But it was like semen in it. Semen? Yeah. Wow. That's that's a different twist on it. Yeah. I'm the, am I surprised? No. But if you shoot your cum in my arm and I, I find out, it's you got to see me. You have to see me. Like, we're going to fight. But you're going to go find him? Yeah. I'm coming to the trial. <laughs> that we, whatever weird five year trial you're gonna get, yeah. For what? Because I'm sure that's some. I don't even. Was that assault? And mm-hmm. maybe like spreading biolo- biological fluid or some, some weird crime. You're not gonna get life for that. I'm gonna come to the the trial and I'm gonna be the dude like leaps over the the thing and tries yeah. to get you and then then that guy t- I get tased by the yeah because I ain't letting go. Yeah, no, if I get you. <laughs> I'm holding on. I'm gonna scratch you or something. I'm gonna get 
Because I know it's going to be batons and yeah. shit and all that. The taser coming. I'm going to do something. Get your eye. Hook a fish hook in the eye. Mm. I'm getting you or something. You don't go around putting your cum on me, man. That's gross. <laughs> That's crossing the line. In you. Man. Yeah, if a needle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a needle, man. It's in you. Yeah. You it said was, on you, so I said in you. Oh, in you. Oh, yeah. I said on you? Yeah. On me, in me. Don't, I don't want your, <laughs> I don't want your fluids on me, bro. Yeah. You know, that's, that's crossing the line. But there was a lot of cases of people doing it with HIV, with their HIV blood, mm. their HIV positive blood. Yeah. Like, and like, as a, like, like as a, like doing it yeah. intentionally. And also people having sex with people as revenge, mm. giving people, uh, HIV. It's crazy times, man. Um, but that's been happening for some time now. That's been happening since the early 90s. Yeah. But it was like... They said Suge did it, so... To Easy e Yeah. Yes. It's a dark conspiracy, man. Yeah. I don't know. e also could have just been out there fucking. He was a rapper. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. His dad was... I mean, his son was like, I don't, I don't, I'm not believe my... If y'all believe my dad was just out here just banging off, something like that or something. You also think LeBron James is mad faithful. Because so he is. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and tell my don't friend. don't don't disrespect LeBron like that. I'm gonna go ahead and tell my friend, right. Right, okay? He's worth a billion dollars. Happily married man. I'm not saying he's not happily married, but Savannah's no. She knows what's up. No. Nope. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> my affirmative murder this week is the story of Anthony Kirkland. So on March 7th, 2009, in Cincinnati, Ohio, earlier in the, earlier in the day. A young 13-year-old girl named Esme Kennedy had been jogging around the Winton, Wo- the Winton Hills Reservoir. This had been her first time unaccompanied, and uh, she was expected to be back home shortly. She was going out for a run, you know, which is like 13. Get your life, man. I, I respect that. I definitely was not an active kid at 13 years old. I was not going out going for a jog. After a few hours and no word from Esme, her family called the police and a search was soon under underway. Esme had seemingly disappeared. As day turned to night, police eventually encountered a man sitting against a tree. The man would turn out to be 40-year-old Anthony Kirkland, who had recently had a warrant issued for his arrest. Now we're going to go back in time a little bit. That's just, you know, we're, we're going to get back. That's where we're going to end back up mm-hmm. at the end of this. And now we're going to, now we're going back in time. Uh, so Anthony Kirkland had many brushes with the law in his life. Uh, but this gave no indication that he was in a hurry to change his ways. His most serious offense to date, before he was arrested for, you know, what I'm going to get to, uh, was the brutal murder of his then-girlfriend, Leola Douglas, on May 20th, 1987. She had refused his sexual advances, and that sent him into a frenzy. He began choking and beating Leola before deciding to douse her in lighter fluid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And set her ablaze. She was still alive when he set her on fire. Leola would be found on the steps in front of Anthony's home. He'd be convicted of voluntary manslaughter. He left her there? Left her. Burnt there. up? Burnt up. I guess he thought people would just go. Is that ash? And sweep the steps or something? I don't know what he thought. There's no way he burnt her enough. That there was nothing left. Yeah. You'd have to have some kind of chemical to do that. So there was definitely, there was definitely like a burnt body on, on his steps. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but. So at some point, does the body stop burning? Yeah, like you burn, bones burn at a really high temperature. It's not just going to be from a gas fire. Oh, okay. So, you know, eventually stuff stops burning. The fire loses strength and it goes out. So it was just, it was just, I would assume it was either a horribly burned body 
or maybe it was uh, you know bones but it wasn't gone yeah for him to just be like this will take care of itself i'm gonna go in the house especially because she was alive so she's yeah. definitely you know screaming and things like that it's... anyway he was he was convicted of voluntary manslaughter and served just 16 years in prison before his release in september 2003 for That's setting it? a person on fire and killing, and killing that oh she died yeah yeah 16 years I don't know. Why is that? Oh, yeah. Good question. After his release, Anthony continued to show little dis- little regard for authority and those around him. In January of 2005, Kirkland was accused of raping a neighbor at knife point, but he was eventually acquitted of the charges later that year. I don't, I don't, this, this dude just keeps skating, man. I don't know. In 2007, Kirkland continued his streak of criminal behavior when he threatened to kill his infant son during a standoff with SWAT. Oh, okay. I thought you was about to say he threatened his infants. I'm like, how do you do that? I mean, you can. It's kind of pointless, but you can. Yeah. They won't understand what's going on. You can go home and threaten Max. He won't know what's going on, but... Uh, he would be apprehended and sentenced to just 115 days in jail after a standoff with SWAT. Hmm. That's not even... What's that? What caused that, though? It's like five months? What? So what I don't know what caused that. Crazy. It's just a crazy, crazy dude, man. I don't know. I don't know if he maybe he was hitting his girlfriend, who's the yeah. mother of the child, and then called the police, well, and it turned yeah. into a whole thing. I'm not coming out. Uh, Soon after his release, a court ordered a court order was granted, uh, ordering Kirkland to stay away from uh, the Bledsoe family. It is not known why the order of protection was sought, but given Kirkland's violent history, it seems understandable. They were just like, we don't just <laughs> we heard about it and stay yeah. away from us. Yeah, don't come over here. So, Smart. Yeah. The whole block should have did it. Yeah. Uh, less than two weeks after the order of protection, Kirkland is, was arrested again for soliciting his girlfriend's 13-year-old daughter for sex. Mm. He was sentenced to a year in prison and forced to register as a sex offender. It's going to be a pimp? She's 13. Um, a pimp? A child molester he was trying to be. But he was selling. He wasn't. He was selling her to other people though, right? He solicited his girlfriend's 13-year-old daughter for sex. Yeah. He asked her to have sex with her. Oh, I thought... Sorry. I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> like I'm thinking, of, I'm, like thinking of, I'm thinking of advertising to... Oh, that's okay. Yeah, you know. He was yeah. just like, hey, man, yeah. you know, okay. can you help, help me problem. out? Yeah. Uh, Kirkland was released again in October of... That's, 2000... why, that's why I'm sorry. That's why I was like... Why you did he get... pimp her out? That's, no, that's why I, when you say he had to register a sex offender, that's why I'm like, what? What? You'd have to register as a sex offender if you're doing that too. Oh yeah, you can't mm-hmm. fucking sell kids. Fuck people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you're true. I, w- I hope you. I hope you don't know. <clears throat> uh, Kirkland was regist- was released again in October of 2008, and he entered a halfway house called the the Pogue Rehabilitation Center. On February 27, 2009, police arrived at the halfway house in response to a fight that had broken out between Kirkland and another resident of the halfway house. Kirkland was not arrested. Because the resident would not press charges, but Kirkland was forced out of the home. So it's crazy. You know, at Halfway House, everybody in there is probably, I'm not a snitch. Yeah. You know, I don't fuck with the police. So the police came and they just held it down. Somebody called the police, though. Oh, you know, I mean, not everybody that goes to jail is, is, is a, a, a stand-up soldier. You know? Yeah. Or there's also a, stand, a, a Halfway House is monitored by some kind of, you know, legal, you know what I mean? There's people in there that's supposed to keep you on track and check in and things they, it might have been one of them i don't know i didn't say you did <laughs> i don't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> he got really offended like i don't know all right man i didn't ask you to tell me 
<laughs> I don't know. Okay, all right, okay man. All right, I, I, that's fine. <laughs> so uh, he was forced out of the home. Since he was on parole, his parole officer should have been notified immediately, but was not due to it being the weekend. You know. Okay. <laughs> got, got to turn up, man. Emails. I don't. I. I'm taking this weekend off. <laughs> turning my phone off. And I'm going to live my best life. And there's people out here just, you know, slipping through the cracks, man. Yeah. Possibly due to the lack of communication and without oversight, Kirkland was able to roam the streets without anyone knowing where he was. You know, so he's kicked out of the halfway house. Nobody to check in with. So he's like, fuck this, man. Fuck it. Yeah. The, the, the chains are off. On March 1st of 2008, Kirkland would be accused of breaking into a home and attacking yet another victim. He used a pair of scissors to stab Frederick Hughes multiple times before fleeing. Thankfully, Hughes would survive the attack as a, and a warrant for Kirkland's apprehension was issued. So now he's a, now starting to people, people are starting to find out. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, he got kicked out of the halfway house and he's on the run. He's stabbing people. Another warrant's out. So now he's, you know, about to go to prison again. What was the no connection or no reason why he went after that guy out? I wanted to rob him. Who knows? This dude's just doing whatever he wants to do, man. He's an animal. The next day, his parole officer finally became aware of that Kirkland was uh, un- unaccounted for and actively started searching for the man. Hmm. Days had gone by since Kirkland had checked in with, the, with law enforcement, and on March 4th, another warrant was issued. By law, Kirkland had to let authorities know his residency, and he had not since he was removed from the halfway house. So... You gotta you gotta have a place to go to, yeah. and you gotta tell your parole officer where that is. And if you don't have that, but aside from that, he's out here stabbing. He he's way beyond the bureaucracy of being uh on parole. Yeah. He stabbed somebody with some scissors, so that doesn't matter. But you're supposed to, if you get kicked out of a halfway house, I assume you gotta get set up somewhere else and let your peoples know and all that kind of stuff. But he didn't do any of that. He went on stabbed somebody. On March fifth, Kirkland was seen by his child's mother. Roberta Baldwin and reports and reports came in that he had threatened her with a knife. He would eventually make his way to Winton Hills Reservoir, where authorities finally be where authorities were finally able to place him in custody for the various crimes he had committed days earlier. Now, Winton, uh, Winton Hills Reservoir was also where the young girl who I mentioned earlier on was found dead. The one off the wall. Yes. Yeah. And this was the, and he was the man. Anthony Kirkland was the man who they found up against the tree. Yeah. So they bring him. Hmm? Why was he? I guess he just was tired. Oh. You know, okay. it's like um, Johnny Appleseed kind of situation. Near now. near the body. Not far. Oh. Uh, you know, it was in the same park. Yeah. Or it was in the the same reservoir. Uh, considering the recent violent crime spree that Kirkland had perpetrated. Police were understandably curious about Kirkland's involvement with SMA's disappearance. Once in police custody, Kirkland was found to be in possession of SMA's watch and iPod. Hmm. Kirkland remained tight-lipped for hours before finally giving in and admitting to the murder of young SMA Kenny. But to the shock of authorities, Kirkland also admitted to the murders of an additional three other victims. Cassonia hmm. Crawford, Mary Jo Newton, and Kimya Rollison. Cassania uh, was 14, Mary Jo was 45, and Kimya was 25. So no, yeah, you know, Cassania uh, was the youngest, and there was no real correlation. And one of them was white, so it just was whoever. Random. It was if you, he wanted to have sex with you, and 
that's it. That's it. That's yeah. his only requirement. He's a, he's a monster. vulnerable. Yeah, he's a monster. And that, yes. Yeah. Uh, the murders had taken place over the past three years, and Kirkland was ready to give a full confession. In each case, he had either burned or attempted to burn the bodies. The second known murder victim of Anthony Kirkland was Cassania Crawford. On May 4th of 2006, Cassania had just left her grandmother's house when she bumped into Kirkland. He struck up a conversation, and the conversation quickly turned inappropriate when he offered her sex for money. I just, man, I'm so glad I'm a dude, man. I, you so know, they just walk, they walk, they just they bumped it, is, they walk past each other. Boom! Oops! Oh, I'm sorry about you know you. Oh man! Oh, you went left when I should have went right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice day, huh? Yeah. Duh, 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 yeah. I'm going to. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, um, you want to have sex? I got twenty. How old was she? Uh, she was Kasanya. Uh, Kimia. Which one was that? Uh, that was Kim. That was. Uh, sorry, I can tell you in a second. Sorry. No, no, no problem. Uh, was Crawford. Kasanya Crawford was fourteen. Wow. So, yeah, so Kasanya Crawford was 14. S.M.A. was 13. Gotcha. So that's a correlation, but just, again, like you said, it's just vulnerable. It's not like he, I don't know if he's exclusively a pedophile, even though he did try to have sex with his girlfriend's daughter. Yeah. So he could be a, a pedophile among other things. Yeah. But he would also have rape and assault women who were of age. So he's many things. He's a jack of all trades. And how much, he said? How much what? How much did he offer her? $20. And she's 13. You know, that's probably a lot of money to a kid. But it's like, what are you asking me to do? That's What are you talking about, man? I, I, I That blows my mind. So anyway, so, um, yeah, so they, like I said, she was leaving her grandmother's house, bumped into him, you know, struck up, he tried to, struck up a conversation. The shit went sideways when he asked her for some fucking, to sec, have sex with her. She, yeah. she refused his $20. And then his, his response was the, to then triple it. And say, all right, okay, you drive a hard bargain, sixty dollars, which is crazy. I was like, are there are people coming out of their houses? Like, I don't like to have this conversation in the middle of the street is crazy to me. Yeah. So all right, okay, sixty dollars, which she refused again. After the second refusal, Kirkland flew into a rage. He grabbed the young girl, but she fought back by kneeing him. Good mm. for her. Yeah. You know, I'm glad she fought back. You know, I, I'm always, I'm always like, um, I'm, I'm. I'm I'm troubled by that. You know, women and men in, are in situations like this, but I'm always like if I'm in a car and the Uber goes sideways and they start to kidnap me, kidnap me, you should fight then before they get you to wherever they're taking you to. Yeah. You know, cuz it where if they're take if they succeed in getting you where they they're taking you to, they probably will kill you or mm -hmm. do something terrible. So if I'm going to I'd rather take a chance at just fighting fighting you then getting into a situation where you have the upper hand. Yeah. So I'm glad she came right out of the gates like, okay, $60, fuck you, you're weird, you already are weird, but now it's you're dangerous now. Yeah. Knee to the groin, get out of here. Um, He grabbed the young girl, but she, yeah, she fought back by kneeing him. He overpowered the girl and then began to choke her until she went limp. He would go on to burn the body. A week later on May 11th, her body would be discovered in Avondale, a neighborhood in Cincinnati, Ohio. Kirkland's third known victim was Mary Jo Newton. On June 14, 2006, just a few weeks after Cassania, Mary Jo and Kirkland struck up a conversation and she agreed to get in his van with him. So I guess he charmed her. Uh, Mary Jo was 45, so I don't know. He, he was able to talk to her like an adult and I, yeah. I don't know, ask her on a date or maybe he even just offered to give her a ride. Yeah. Or I don't know. She agreed to get into his van with him. She wasn't a child. She wasn't a child, no. Yeah. She was a full-grown adult. That's what I mean. But her not being a child probably made it a little easier for 
him to be charming and yeah. those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because a, a kid, I don't care how charming you be, you're being to a kid. It's like, yeah. Mister, what? You know, and you old, ugly. Yeah, man. yeah, they're not susceptible to your charms. They're just yeah. you're weird. Uh, the two would wind up at at Eden Park, where Kirkland began to get violent. Mm. Mary Jo tried to end the problem by simply leaving the van, like a normal human being. Yeah. This is a weird situation, and I'm gonna go. But Kirkland chased after her, dragged her back to the van. Once inside, he began to choke her. At this point, this is disgusting, but you know it's the story, so I'm gonna read it. At this point. Uh, Kirkland claims that Mary Jo said something along the lines of the way things are death w- wouldn't be a bad thing I don't know how she said that with his arms around her, his hands around her neck but it's his it's him telling the story mm-hmm. I, you, I remember you did a story it might have been the Marty story where the guy where he was saying I was dating one of the girls I killed all these girls but one of them was my girlfriend yeah and I didn't rape her yeah I just had sex with her because she was my girlfriend but then I killed her too but she's not alive to, to refute that. Yeah. You know, so he's saying it was so apparently I, what I was doing to her was so bad. She basically asked me to kill her is what he's saying. Mm. And it's like, fuck you, man. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, he could have just he could have made that shit up. And he probably did. Most likely. Once Mary Jo was dead, Kirkland brought the body to Avondale and burned the body once burned the body once more. So he. Uh, burned Mary Jo and he burned. um. Sorry, uh, Kasanya. He killed them, burned them both. It yeah. Took the, took them to another place in Ohio and burned the bodies. Except for the one he left on the porch. It was four. Yeah, but was he that, only did 16 years for that. He already, he went to prison for that. But still. still yeah, that one, he just took her out. I mean, that's that's crazy. He yeah. just took her right out. I don't know. That was, that was that's crazy. Um, Two days later, her body will be found near a vacant building. The fourth victim was Kimya Rollison. On December sec on December twenty second, two thousand six, and uh, Kimya was a mother, and she was trying to get her life back on track by entering rehab. Mm. So she was trying to turn shit around, you know, yeah. for her kids. She had only been in the area for a few months when the contact with her family had stopped. So, you know, I guess maybe they didn't feel like they were up to being her support system in a situation like that. You know, I'm not going to judge anybody, but, you know, when people are trying, got to get behind them, I, I assume. If you're the fa- if you're family. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Not, no judgments. Uh, da, da. At this point, Kirkland was being considered as a suspect for the other murders that had occurred. Kasanya and, and, uh, and Mary Jo. He had been brought in for questioning, but was ultimately released, presumably due to a lack of evidence. Just like his previous victim, he struck up a conversation with Kimya until she agreed to get in his van. Kirkland claimed he had recently been robbed, so he had been angry before picking up the victim. So again, this is him. This is him. This is him in the interrogation room. Yeah, it's like something bad just happened to me, so I'm already fired up. So I go pick up a girl, you know, as you do, and you know, I I wanted to get my rage out. Whatever, man. Fuck you. Shortly after getting into the car, Kirkland pulled out a knife and stabbed the young mother in the neck. Mm. Kirkland would take her body into the woods and burn it. Just like the other victims. It would take months before any sign of Kimya would be discovered. A dog found a femur of the woman and was and she was identified as Kimya. Mm. That shit is crazy how you could just find a bone. Like a weird, but not even a facial bone or a tooth, a, a femur, and identify somebody based on that? That's pretty crazy. 
What's up with him and Burnham, though? Jesus. Getting rid of the evidence, man. I mean, I don't know if it's the most efficient way to do that, but it's he's it's calculated. That's wow. that's what makes this like this. That's what makes this to me not a some dude who lost his mind. And but is just, he burning him and walking away, or he's burning him, sit standing there watching him burn? Is, that's I, that's a question. I, that's an answer I don't have for you. I don't know. I would assume he assumes that it's gonna get taken care of, and he leaves. Fire will take care of this. Even though he had, has already done sixteen years in prison for burning a body, and they they found it. So, but that's his mo. That's what he does. Also, he, he likes fire. I don't know. You know, he likes. You know, maybe that's just maybe that's his thing. Uh, his last known victim would be S. May Kenny. Kirkland claimed that the young girl had bumped into him while she was jogging. She tried apologizing, but this still sent Kirkland into an irrational rage, and he began to punch and stomp the innocent 13-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. He would go on to rape and then strangle the child with his bare hands. He would attempt to burn the body as he did all the other victims. After Kirkland's horrific confessions, he was held on a bond of just over $5 million. In March of 2010, Kirkland would be found guilty of all four murders and was sentenced to death as well as life as as well as a life sentence. Mm. Yeah, death and life. Yeah. He has a he has potential for uh, leniency and is trying to have his death sentence overturned, but after after a resentencing hearing, uh, a judge still sided with the original ruling and upheld Kirkland's death sentence. In a letter to the judge, Esme's family expressed the following. I believe that Anthony Kirkland should be put to death because he is an evil, remorseless, sadistic murderer. No living person is safe. Anthony Kirkland is currently awaiting death at Chillicothe Correctional Institute Institution on death row. I don't know if I said that right. Chillicothe Correctional Institution on death row. Uh, and that was my affirmative murder. The story of Anthony Kirkland. He killed four women in the Ohio area and he killed his uh, girlfriend prior to that in the 1980s and burned her on the steps. Yeah. Uh, what a pe- quite a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Some of these stories, man. They, yes. Gross. It's just, um, the burning all of part, the, all of the, the burning part is just like, I don't, I just, He's crazy, so I can't say I don't see him like not standing there watching the bodies burn. But you really are. I've seen like I've seen because I I mean I've I've seen it, but I I smell like people's like burning hair and oh. it's is yeah, it yeah, smells I'm sure, gross. I'm sure it's a, but it's now a you're talking about a whole body. That's I'm sure it's a very distinct smell. Like, like you, it, once you smell that, you know it. Like I hear a lot of um, detectives and stuff when I watch First Forty Eight and things. Mm-hmm. They'll walk into a room and they can tell there's been a murder. No matter if it just happened, it was if it was days a murder later, or a death, a death, okay. a death. But you know, yeah. it's a murder show, so somebody yeah. was killed. And they can tell there's a they can tell there's a dead body is what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I've even heard people go as far as to say they can smell blood in the room. Yeah, you know. So and I don't know what that smells like. I don't want to know. Yeah. But once you know it, you know it forever. Yeah. You know, once you've smelled a dead body, you can walk into a room and. And just know a dead body smell. Yeah. Sierra used to work at a bar. I won't say the bar because what I'm about to say is disrespectful. But uh, there used to be like dead mice in the Ugh. in the bar. Yeah. And she now she just knows the smell of a dead mouse. Mm. She can tell distinctly 
she walks into a room and she's like, "That there's a dead mouse in here." Yeah, Steph dad passed away like in the in uh, like the middle of last year. Like, oh wow! And then we had to go to his room to get his stuff. Yeah, that smell was. It was. He was in there for a while, and it was like, oh yeah, wow, gross smell. Like, oh, I was like, oh, I can't. You can't I can't do this, yeah, yeah, and I didn't make her. I, I she didn't. I didn't make her come up. But right, right, right. I went. I was like, oh, I can't. This ain't gonna work. For I can't yeah. do this. Yeah, that's crazy. Jeez. Uh, yeah. So then you're a person who knows. Yeah. So like you, that's... but now even in that brief moment, if you ever smelled that again, you you would know. Yeah. Even if right. you didn't see a body, you would know that smell. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's why I was like, for him to stand there and watch a uh, like. Yeah, that, that is... smell is probably unimaginable. But, but I'm sure crazy. he's. I mean, so, he's done so, so many that's, other. That's what things. I mean. Yeah, so it's like it's nothing. You know, he probably that's stinks, wild. and his, you know, the life that he lives is one that's gross. He's a piece of shit, and fuck him. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a quick break, and when we come back, it's France turn to tell you some fucked up shit. So stick around, folks. And we are back, Fran. Uh, it's your turn to tell me some fucked up shit, man. So go ahead and do your thing, bro. Yeah, so my affirmative murder this week is about um, the murders of Abigail Williams and Liberty German. Williams. Yeah. Um, so this was, I found this just like on Google, just Googling just some shit, see what pops up. Yeah, Google rabbit hole. Yeah, I've and then uh, this one, this story came up as like the, the, the Snapchat murder. Hmm. Um, that's what it came, I, I mean. Is Snapchat involved? A little bit. Okay. A little bit, um, you know those those tabloids like to sensationalize whatever. Yeah, they'll take it and make it yeah. part of the story, even if it's just briefly. Yeah, but with I um, also with Snapchat in it, you'll get more reads with and views with. I feel like that name being in it. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like Craigslist um, killer. Yeah, you know. So on uh, February fourteenth, twenty seventeen, the bodies bodies of Abigail Williams and Liberty German um, were discovered near the the Manon High Bridge Trail, which is part of the um, the Dell. Delphi or Delphi Historic Trails in um, Delphi, Indiana. Is it Delphi or Delphi? I feel like it's Delphi. Delphi, Delphi, mm-hmm. Indiana. I would. I won't know. I'll probably never go to Indiana. It's on my. It's on my list. Yeah. I've. I'm no. I won't go there. I have so. no reason. I'm gonna go see the Jackson Five's house. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So. Um. At 1:35 p.m. on February 13, 2017, 13-year-old Abigail J. Um, J. Williams. Her. middle name was. Her nickname was Abby, and 14-year-old Liberty Rose. Lynn, her middle name was, I mean, her nickname was Libby German, mm-hmm. were dropped off by German's oldest sister, um, Kelsey German, at the trailhead, the trailhead on County Road 300 North, west of the Hoosier, the Hoosier Heartland Highway. How old are these kids, man? A lot of kids out here 13 jogging and, and shit, man. 13 and 14. They went for a run at 13 and 14? Well, from the story, I read a couple of different articles. From the story I read, I think... Her sister dropped her off at one part of the trail, and then they was going to meet at another part of the trail. Oh, wow. <clears throat> just like, you know, me and my friends want to be us, just yeah. to hanging out. We can just say and do whatever we want, and we'll meet with, we'll meet with y'all later. Yeah, but, I mean, we would do that at the mall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but it's Indiana. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they have malls, but I, I guess maybe where they are, the woods, is a place you yeah. hang out. Yeah. Um, Sticks yeah, so, and stuff in the woods. I just don't, I wouldn't want to be out there. You get Lyme disease or see a snake. Yeah, I'm paralyzed by snakes. Yeah, well, from the pictures, it looked like it's this this boardwalk. Oh, woods okay. and it's high boardwalk, and you just walk across that. Oh, okay, trail. so it's got some kind of it's yeah. got some design yeah. to it. Yeah, I'm picturing just like a, a dirt a trail. trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's not like that. Okay. So the girls were hiking on the the Manon High Bridge over Deer Creek among woodland among woodland and remote Deer Creek Township when they were last seen. They were reported missing at 5.30 p.m. 
when they failed to meet the family at the end of the trail. Mm-hmm. Authorities who quickly searched the area did not initially suspect foul play in the disappearance. However, this changed when the bodies of the girls were found around noon the next day, about 0. 0.5, 0. 0.5 miles east of the abandoned deck Grider Bridge. The bodies were about 50 feet from the north from the north bank of Deer Creek. So police have publicly um, stated stated nor released details of how the girls were murdered. So I don't know. I don't have the information. If it ain't to the public, then you probably won't find it um, on the internet. Yeah, you'd so, have to you'd have to do some kind of yeah. real investigating, which is not what we do here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of don't want to. No, something like that. I'm yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. go search. Is it unsolved? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, I, mean, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so as uh, as early as February 15, 2017, Indiana State Police began circulating and still um, a a still image of an individual reportedly seen on the the Manon High High Bridge Trail near where the two girls were slain. Mm. The grant. So um, what happened was <clears throat> they were on Snapchat taking pictures. Okay. Okay. And one of the I can't I can't maybe it's it it may come up in the story because this is another story that I read. Uh-huh. But they were taking pictures, and the one girl noticed a guy in, in the, the snap in, in the, the snap in the in the snap like and after it, she took it after she took it. Mm, and that's creepy as shit. Zoomed in and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this." Yeah. And then it's two pictures. They got a picture of him. She zoomed in on one of them. The guy has a hat on, head down, jacket. Hand in his pocket, walking towards them. Oh wow! And they have another picture. It's actually giving me goosebumps. But another picture of taking the picture of the girl and in the far, like super, like maybe like a hundred yards away, you can uh-huh. see this little black dot. Like they're running. Like a person that's walking towards them oh. before they before they got a chance before he got close enough for them to zoom in. Yeah. To see that? Oh, it's a, a guy. different person. No, it's the same guy. Oh, but, but oh, they, there's two pictures. Got you, got you, yeah. got you. So he was coming closer. He's coming, but photos. it was creepy as shit. Wow. Like it's just, I'll show you the two pictures at the yeah. end. But that's just, that's just creepy as fuck. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so the granny photo, the granny photograph appeared to capture a Caucasian male, hands in pockets, walking on the rail bridge, head down, walking towards the girls. A few days later, the person in, in the photograph was named the prime suspect in a double homicide. Mm. So on February 22nd, law enforcement released an audio recording where the voice of the assailant, though in some degree muffled, is heard to say, down the hill. Oh. It was it was at this news conference that officials credited the source of the audio and imagery to German smartphone. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, so that was pretty smart of her to do to this. To film it, yeah, but yeah. But we know the outcome of that, but still. Yeah. Um, and further regard, regarded as her hero, as a hero for having had the uncanny foresight and fortitude to record the exchange in secret, police indicated that additional evidence from the phone had been secured, but that they did not release it so it was it would not compromise any future trial. Mm. By this time, the reward offered in the case was set at $41,000. So on July 17th, officers distributed a composite sketch um, of someone who, at the time in the investigation, who saw a person of prime interest of the murders it had apparently been drawn by the police from eyewitnesses now the, the picture they the sketch they came up with um the first i think they came up with two was like this young guy yeah but you can't really see in a picture but it right. doesn't this this doesn't this isn't like a young a young man right here the, from what you can tell in the, the tell, snapchat yeah. pictures yeah. he doesn't look young he did, no he doesn't look oh, young okay. at all. um 
Well, the shit that they go off of in those situations is so crazy. You know, yeah. when somebody's wearing the hat and everything, you're looking at the way their jaw slopes or their chin curvature, like whatever you can. And then you got to kind of fill in the blanks with the rest of the face. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's tough. Um, so it apparently been drawn by a police from eyewitnesses to a certain hiker um, of the Delphi Historic Trails on the day that the girls vanished. On April 19th, 2019, Indiana State Police announced a new direction in the case. On behalf of state police and the multi-agency task force, Superintendent Doug Carter released more materials a few days later in the press for tips. The new materials included a short video recording in which the blue jean jacket suspect is seen walking along the the rail bridge for a little over a second. An updated sketch of the suspect was also unveiled, as well as an extended version of the audio recording, in which a a slight rise in the suspect's voice can be detected um, as he utters the word guys before the phrase down the hill. Mm. It was further explained that the previously released sketch showing an older man with a goatee and cap, the, the, the first picture didn't have, he didn't have a goatee in it. Um, for the goatee and the cap depicted a different person of the secondary interest. By the contrast, the clean shaven individually of the newly revised composite in the prime suspect Police say this person may range from 20s to 30s, 20s to 30s, but cautioned that his youth, his youthful appearance could make him look um, younger than his true age. Mm. So on April 22nd, law enforcement reached out to the public, urging all to look at the sketch, listen to the audio, watch how the ca- they was. I guess it's some type of tactic they was using because they kept calling this dude a coward. They was like, oh, yeah, yeah. trying to trying to make tiff, yeah. so if he's watching. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look at the sketch, listen to the audio, watch the how, watch how this coward walks on the high bridge, and send your tip to his his email. Mm. Put his email on. Um, so investigators reveal that they have seen that they have reason to believe that the suspect might well be hiding in plain sight, mm-hmm. and that the person is almost certainly familiar with the area of Delphi, whether it be from li- whether it be from living or working there um, for any other reason. An additional an additional plea was made for help in identifying the driver of a vehicle left abandoned off the Hoosier Heartland Heartland Highway in Delphi at the former child service office between noon and five PM on the day of the murders. Mm. So I guess as a, a tip you can you can use, I guess, but just which is crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, it's an abandoned car that was close right. on the day they got murdered, so anything can help, man. Yeah, anything, yeah. You never know. Um so on July 23rd, 2019, after receiving a tip, authorities announced that Paul Etter was being considered a suspect in the murders. Etter was wanted for kidnapping kidnapping and rape of a 26-year-old woman in June 20, 22nd um, in was it, <laughs> Topacano County. Oh. This is Indiana. I don't know. Somebody knows. Uh, so five days later, Etter, Etter was surrounded by police and after a five-hour standoff, Eddard killed himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shit, so if it was him, we'll never know. Yeah. Damn. Which is like... Yeah, man, shit. It's like... <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a that's crazy. <laughs> like, we don't even know. This dude just... He probably could you thought... Even, you can't even write him off as a, you know, like as not a suspect yeah. or being the guy. Yeah, he probably... Which is crazy is, like, they probably was going after him... He probably thought they was coming after him for something else. He probably did something else they didn't even know about. But, we, but you don't even know. Yeah. Maybe he felt so bad about raping the 26-year-old girl yeah, and killed himself. Too. Or yep. maybe he 
knew that they they cornered him and he felt bad. Maybe he killed these two girls. Maybe he killed Libby yeah. and Abby. You know, we'll never know. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man, that sucks. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like because now as a detective, you have to either go, I know it was him. Yeah, or you never or and fuck the detective, not fuck the detective, but like the family. You yeah. know, you have to just either for your own sanity, pin it on him and say he killed himself. It was him. I know it was him. Or you never get satisfaction because you ha- yeah. you might just think forever that he's the person's still out there. Yeah, that's a tough spot to be in. Um, so, um, Daniel Nations, a registered sex offender from Indiana, was arrested in Woodlock in Woodland Park, Colorado, in September 2017, charged with threatening strangers on a monument trail with a hatchet. Mm. That's a very insane. weird thing to do, yeah. <laughs> but um, also sounds very Indiana. Yeah, I've never been to Indiana. Just some. That that's just the most sounds... random shit. You just threatening people with hatchets and shit, walking past this. on a wood trail. Wow. Um, so the expired Indiana plates on the car. Nations. Um, I'm just say Daniel. Daniel was driving. Gave him. Gave him up to the police. So subsequently, noticed an outstanding warrant under his name. Fanning public speculation still further, it was reported that a bicyclist had been fatally shot on the same trail at around the time that Daniel was purportedly terrifying passerbys. So, just another a, a guy was killed around that same time. He was over there threatening people on the, yeah. on the trail. They're probably um, gonna try and, to throw this, throw those two, throw those two girls on him too, maybe. Yeah, uh, um, El Paso County Sheriff officials told reporters that. However, many similarities there were between the cases. He was not at liberty to disclose them since Indiana investigators did not want any more information released. Mm. So on January 5th, 2018, Daniel was sentenced to three years of probation for threatening members of the public in Colorado. However, he was not released since he had an active warrant out on him for another county, which was back in Indiana. On January 24th, Daniel was finally transferred to Indiana official custody on an unrelated charge, failed to register as a sex offender. Mm. In early February 2018, authorities said that um, Daniel was no longer considered an active person of interest in the Delphi murders. Must have had a good alibi. Yeah. Um, so Thomas Bruce, who formerly worked as a past a pastor, is charged with fatally with fatally shooting one woman and sexually assaulting two others. After having ordered them at gunpoint into a back room of a suburban St. Louis shop. Um, for religious supplies. He robbed um, a religious supply store? Yeah. Or, or he... Um, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Former pastor. Yeah. Needed to stock up, I guess. Like, on... What do you... What is a religious supply? I don't know. Beads? <laughs> like, like... Rosary beads? Yeah. Holy water? You can the, buy that shit suit, in bulk? The whole suit? Man, them pastors getting issues from like Gucci and shit. Yeah, like that, man. that's true. I told you about that. Tell you about that. Um, there's a whole uh, like a like a deposition online. Um, his name I can't remember his name right now. It's one of my favorite videos to watch. He's a uh, um a minister, mm. and they're going. Th- he's being sued or something, and they're you know get doing it's like a, a um. They're giving him a deposition, but like in a in one of those court, like one of those like it's like a private um, deposition where it's just his lawyer and the person's lawyer and the the recording and the camera's just on him mm-hmm. in a room, and they're like, "You cut two Mercedes Benzes and put them together to make a Mercedes Benz limousine." Yes, yes, I do that for the um, high profile guests. Oh yeah, I think you did tell me about this. Yes, yeah, my favorite video. He's so despicable, man. And they go, "You you spent three thousand dollars on belts at Gucci?" Yeah, just the normal belts from. 
those those belts hold my pants up when I'm doing ministries and stuff. It's just they work the best. I don't even know. I don't even I don't even know they're Gucci. I just they just those are just the belts that I get. Yeah, it's disgusting. So no, they don't get their suits from some kind of supply store. <laughs> I didn't mean I didn't mean like an actual like. Like suit a, I mean like one of those I don't know what Oh like the robe Like a robe yeah Oh okay got it Yeah, yeah okay Maybe get okay. from there Get the bibles from there I don't I don't know I'd love I'd be interested to go to a church supply store I don't know what would be in there Yeah How many supplies do you need for church? You need the crackers a little crack, yeah, You need a little crackers <laughs> You need a little thimbles of juice yeah. Grape juice Oh shit mm. A tambourine gold, gold cup You need gold your plates cha- You need chalice You need okay. your, what's the, what's the What's the things called the Plates What they call Plates Oh like the, the tie The, the offering The offering plates yeah. The offering you plate You want to get a gold one Or a bronze one Whatever yeah. Okay Yeah yeah okay All Statues right. You need the little fans The little yeah. fans With yeah. like the um With with p- 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 poems on them Yeah Okay Alright I'm putting together A decent grocery list To a um, church supply <laughs> store okay. Yeah Alright okay Okay Alright uh, I'll take it back yeah, so committed in broad daylight on November 19, 2018, these crimes put Bruce in the spotlight of the press. Some noted him being um, of similar stature, which was five foot five foot seven to five foot nine, and then current suspect description in the Delphi slings. Also, his warning his his wearing a flat a flat cap and navy blue jacket during the attack. Which are, yeah, five seven and wearing a hat is five between five seven and five nine and wearing a hat is. 60% of men. Yeah. And then know. wearing a uh, blue jacket, a navy blue jacket during his attack. Um, not unlike the suspect in Delphi case, Indiana State Police did look into the possible connection in November. On December 4th, Bruce was charged with f- no fewer than 17 felony counts mm. related in St. Louis case and could receive the death penalty. Unrelated to Libby and Abby, though. Yeah. Wow. He was acting a fool. Yeah. The death penalty? Oh, because he killed that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He killed a. Yeah, he faded shot. Will be up. Yep. Um. So Charles Eldridge. Eldridge was arrested on January eighth, twenty nineteen, in Union City, Indiana, on charges of child molestation and child solicitation. Police in Randolph County alerted the FBI to potentially link between Eldridge and the Delphi murders, on account of his strong resemblance to the suspect sketch. Mm. Albeit this was before the updated composite had come out. With the goatee. Yep. So, um, that was my murder, but I do want to show you, I did. What happened with that? Did that not, did that pan out? No. Oh. It's just, because okay. they were I trying to connect was, them, but I that was before was. the sketch even came out. So, it was oh, like, they okay. had, yeah. I bet so, it was the dude that killed him, so. Yeah, probably. So, I went and um, Googled the story again and went to news. Okay. Um, so, this was February 14th of 2020. February, oh, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. So, that was like a month ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, the article was, although no press conference has been held, on the third anniversary of the death of the two Indiana girls, police said police say they're one piece away from finding the Delphi killer. So they don't think it's the guy that killed himself. No. Okay. Not if they still they still looking. They're still yeah. going. Yeah. So um, as Crime Online previously reported on February fourteenth, twenty seventeen, um, two teen girls, um, Libby Libby German and Abby Abby Williams were found deceased close to the Munion High Bridge in Delphi. So the girls took photos and hung out together while strolling across the bridge. But as the time passed, their family didn't hear from them and they became worried and called authorities for assistance. Police found the girls' lifeless bodies on a short distance from the bridge. Shortly after their death, the incident was nicknamed the Snapchat murder. So that's mm. where they got the name from. Yeah. So Abby took the photo of, of Libby, at, Libby at around 2.17 p.m. and put on social media. Detectives said that after the photo was taken, 
a man approached the girls and apparently told them to go down the hill. Yeah. So Abby, likely sensing danger, recorded the man's voice on her cell phone. She also managed to take a photo and recorded a small clip of the suspect. Mm. Although his face isn't clear in the picture, it was enough to give authorities a general description since since then they've been pouring through thousands of tips. Mm-hmm. It's been three years since the incident, but Indiana State Police Superintendent Doug Carter told Fox 55 that they're still working on the case as with as much energy as when this thing first came out. Yeah. So he says, we're still energized now as we were the day after. It's easy to throw out the cold case idea, but nah, we're not close to that. Okay. So they're not even... Yeah. Again, these are these are two uh, white girls, but they're not... They're like, nah, we're not even... Yeah, we are especially, if, especially if they sense they're that close, it's like, yeah. why would you even go that far and then throw it away? Right. So one piece away... One piece away... Um, is what Carter continued to say. Eventually, somebody would do the right thing. It might be the killer himself. It might be the person who knows who he is. Carter said, Good luck with that. Yeah. Carter said two investigators still work the case full-time, mm. while an intelligence team in Indiana State Police continue to comb through the tips and leads. More than 55,000 tips have been submitted to date. You got to go through a whole bunch of those, too. Yep. Even the ones that sound crazy. Yep. Somebody... I always, I always hate when I hear in a story where people are calling and saying I saw him in a dream or yeah. I'm a psychic or whatever. Those they have to, they have to come and talk to you. Yeah, he said that. He said we we never throw anything out. That's what he said. He said um, uh, when we are done with all we have, we start over. I think I got 18 tips yesterday, um, just at my desk. So Carter added that the killer has no idea what authorities know, but one day he will. Mm. Um, That's why they're keeping like the details of what happened. Yeah, close to the vest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I do want to show you these pictures for a second, real quick. Um, sorry. Uh, let me see the shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, it looks like a train tracks, but yeah. it's just like it looks like kind of in the air a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's a creepy this photo. Is Oh, and that's him all the way in the... All the way wow. Yeah, he that caught up wild. with them. That's crazy. That is... That's crazy. That is nuts. That's creepy. Again, man. I mean, again, a, a group of boys... That happened when, in, West, in the West Memphis case. I mean, some boys riding their bikes, and a creepy dude came and killed them, you know? Yeah. But... So this is what it looks like under. This is what I was telling you about. This is like... Like a bridge. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, yeah. And that's where the bodies oh, were found. that's where they the wanted to hang out? God, no. Yeah. Much so, rather be a mall rat. Oh god, that's terrifying. I hate heights. Yeah, but that's 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 creepy as fuck. For her yeah, take that picture. Somebody walking, like, somebody, somebody go like fuck? somebody's following us. Yeah, and then you probably a long way from the place point where you're supposed to meet up with your parents. Yeah, because you got to walk through the trail. Yeah, but then I mean, like you, you can also be like these are kids. They're not thinking about stuff like I mean nobody is, but yeah, you just think, but this guy maybe just be just walking, she's walk, walking just, the trail. He like may us. just walk past. They us, need yeah. yeah. That is. That's, she obviously that's didn't know. Man. She that caught her attention. It was creepy enough for uh, one of them to start taking pictures and you know record a, a bit of the guy. Yeah. So this is the first sketch. That's the first sketch. Yeah, it looks like Bobby Hill. That's a yeah. young. That's, a young, that's <laughs> And a this face. is this is the second sketch, which seems more accurate. Yeah. 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 The hoodie is in it. And yeah. The hat. The hat. Yeah, yeah. 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 That definitely looks more yeah. accurate for sure. Yeah. So I just thought that was creepy, man. That photo, man. I was like, that's just. You take a it's just like you take a picture and then you see like a ghost, but you don't notice it till after. Yeah, 
You did you just pick it to the second or third? Have, that's that's so far in the distance that yeah. she probably just took a picture of the trees. Yeah. But then you can see later on you go, Oh, he there he is. Yeah. Way, way in the distance. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's so that's terrifying. Yeah, man. Keep out on your kids, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. No, I'm not I don't care if they were friends, I'm I'm not leaving. Would you let Sophia, fifteen year old Sophia, would you drop her off at the mall? Yeah, drop off at the mall. I feel like it's just, I just, I hate to keep the saying woods? the mall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hate to keep saying the mall, but like, yeah, the woods, man. Nah, I'll walk with y'all. Y'all can walk in front of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be <laughs> cool, Dad. I won't, I won't, you know, cramp your style. Yeah. But I'm here, though. You know, I, I, yeah, I'm here. I'll be yeah. in the distance a little bit. I got my iPod, you know. But I'm on you. Yeah. I mean, I'm. But we didn't have. I mean, we're talking. We're. I mean, even when going to the mall, we didn't been on many a walk in the middle yeah, of the night. Yeah, we walked home. Yeah, like twelve o'clock in the morning. Walked through woods and grass. Yeah, we and did shit. some dumb shit. So you know, I understand parents being like, "Yeah, you guys got it. You're good. Yeah, get on but the bus." We were guys, though. I mean, we're, I hate to. Say, I hate to. Say, I hate to say it because I mean, yes, boys do get hurt too, but the the numbers are way more skewed against yeah. girls. You know, so that sucks. But. Yeah, man, that's sad. I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't put out the details because I don't even know what I don't want him he would have to do. I, so, I mean, but then being two of them and it's yeah, just yeah. him. Yeah, so. he definitely had a weapon or something. Yeah, you know, some, or or did a hand in the pocket thing. Yeah, you could probably fool some kids that way, but maybe or maybe he just had a. And a that real thing was so high up, so it's so easy just to like. <sighs> yeah, man, that's that's rough. Nah, man, I'm not letting my. My baby girl walk no. Yeah, I don't care who she's with now. I'm I'm I'll be right behind y'all. Yeah, fuck that. J- same in my story. It's like, oh, you want to go running? You want to feel? Oh, that's cool. We'll go running together. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I'll 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 fall back. Yeah. You know, but yeah, no, I'm not gonna just let you go running in a wood trail. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Oh man, crazy times, man. You can't just let. Yeah. You can't just. It's crazy. All right. Well, those are two. Those kids involved in those both. Those, yeah. those are two uh, downers, man. Let's um go ahead and jump into these good vibes. Try to pick things up a bit. That's right, folks. As I stated previously, this week was a bit of a bummer. Not that every week isn't, but I don't like stories where kids get hurt. It's really sad. Um, you know, it hits me, hits me, hits me hard. So we need to fuel ourselves all this fear and and and, and panic and, and and sadness in the world right now we need these good vibes more than ever fran are you ready to deliver the good vibes to the people yeah okay do your thing, so my man. good Tell vibe me. uh it's not really a st- i don't have a story but my good vibe is the nba and uh, that's NBA. not a good vibe watch what you say man because i'll jump up and punch you in the face i'm what? super pissed off what? what's good about that what what's good about the nba and some of the owners are on the NBA and some of the players mm-hmm. in the NBA are paying or donating money, donating money to the salaries of these arena yes, workers. Yes, I did hear about that. I did um, hear about that with the whole COVID nineteen um, virus going around. Yeah, which I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yes. Also, a lot of staff at those arenas. Yeah, a lot of staff, and I mean that hurts them. Yeah, they're not getting paid. You know, if yeah. there's no games, they're not making no money. Yeah. So I'm glad. Shout out to those guys that make all this got that money. They can go ahead. Hey, hundred thousand. Pay. I'm gonna pay. Yeah. Uh, some of them people's salary so they can make some money. Also, shout out to, big shout out to Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. I love Mark Shark, Cuban. he's the boss. Yeah. Shark, man. You watch Shark Tank? I've seen it. Love Shark Tank. Yeah, I love he's, Mark he's Cuban. Good, he's good on there. He'll he'll go in 50-50 on anybody. Yeah. But he, you need to give him some of that percentage of the business. He, or he's like, I'm out. Yeah. 
<laughs> he'll say he's out real quick. What about that money? Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll give you the money right now, but I need 25% of the business. If they go, I don't know, 10, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I gave you. I've seen it once a long time ago. But yeah, shout out to Mark Cuban um, because he was the first to take the lead in. Yes. I'm going to pay the salaries of the arena, the arena workers. Also, he posted, um, there's a uh, a business called Civic Center. I don't know, Civic Science. I don't know anything about it. I'm not going to, I like I do. Mm-hmm. I don't. So he posted that, um, he tweeted that, um, just sent the email from for Mavs and my companies. Anyone who buys from small, local, independent um, chain, I mean, small, independent independent um, businesses will get reimbursed for their lunch, coffees, and teas. We will start this week off and go from there. So his thing was, I'm going to reimburse people who go out and not use these big, these big, big chain companies to right. go out and buy toilet papers and all this stuff. Go yeah. to your local mom pop shops, buy the stuff that's, those places are stocked up. Yeah. Nobody's going there. Because everybody's going to the Walmarts and yeah. the Costco's and that. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. He was yeah. like, he was. Support push, local business. Yeah. Push be like, go to the go to the local spots and buy yeah. your stuff. You don't got to go to the big chains. Yeah. Mark Cuban, he's a precarious type of billionaire because he made a lot of his money in tech. Yeah. And I think those are, not the, you know, I mean, I think being a billionaire is kind of gross, but. Jeff Bezos, his his business takes advantage of labor. It takes advantage of human people. Yeah. I don't know if Mark Cuban's businesses in, in too many avenues do that mm-hmm. because it's all based on software and hardware and things like that. But yeah. Jeff Bezos is like, okay, well, the supply, the demand is up. I need more workers and you guys need to be working 18 hours a day, no bathroom breaks. And, you know, and if you don't want to do it, you can't unionize. So you're fired and yeah. I'll get somebody else to do it. Yeah. Some guy was like, <laughs> some guy that used to work at the post office, like, quit. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, they worked me too hard. The post office, he was like, he's like, what I think you should do is go work for Amazon. I was oh, like, buddy. what I'm going to do is yeah. not do that. Yeah, the, you have no I job would, security. I wouldn't dare do yeah, that. No, no. They, work, <laughs> they work you way harder at Amazon. Crazy. That's dead. Yeah, no, shit. They no. work at least, the guy was telling me they work at least 10 hours. A day. A day. That's a, at least. No, thank you. Yeah, and some days it's like, oh, man, we just got a 1,000 orders, so you got to do overtime for the same amount of money. Yeah, I'm okay. And you're super disposable. Yeah. <laughs> we got some friends that every because we got a, a kind of a hub here mm-hmm. in Baltimore, and the seasonal things will come up, and yeah. I always can tell, you know, because we got you know everybody that we know isn't doing the best, mm-hmm. but they'll get that job, and I can tell they're in like an influx of cash because you know life's good, but then as soon as like March hits yeah. or or February, and then like you guys are all fired because yeah. you're seasonal yeah. and the shit gets back no. to real, man. So there's no job security in that, and. uh also, while I'm on Jeff Bezos, fuck Jeff Bezos, because uh, from what I heard, there's been managers at Whole Foods, which he now owns, suggesting that non-sick. He Foods now. Oh, he owns everything. Man. It's since mm-hmm. he's Lex Luthor. Uh, the managers at Whole Foods are suggesting that non-sick employees of Whole Foods give their time off, their paid leave to sick, uh, like their sick co-workers as a kind gesture. And it's like, you are worth, you could give everybody at that works for Whole Foods, Jeff Bezos. Time off. A 5,000. You could pay time <laughs> off. You could give them all paid time. It would mean nothing to you. But you want me, somebody who works at a grocery store, and I, I need my time off just in case I get sick, to give it to my coworker so they can take time off and, and, and not, not come to work sick. If when you should just not let them come to work sick and, and let them, and pay them. Yeah. If you're a big, it's like, how much... If you make it, if you're a billionaire, is that really gonna help? Is that really gonna take? You gonna take a hit from that? Not at all. 
That is that's like what is like I don't even know the numbers. He's a billion. Like, he's a billionaire like sixty times over. That so. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You can just pay them. There's a there's a that's there's wild. like a there's a um that's crazy. Man. There's a there's a very specific type of TikTok video. I don't go on TikTok, but they'll be on Twitter. Yeah. Where it's it's high school kids using the app mm-hmm. to break down. Like they'll go. Bill Gates is worth thirty million dollars. He can buy every NFL team sixty thousand Lamborghinis. This, that, and, th- and they just you can just click it in, and yeah. they'll be like, and that's only a billion dollars, and he still has forty billion dollars. And it that's just wild. it's so depressing. It's yeah. but it's hilarious though. Also, yeah. somebody did that for the the COVID nineteen thing too. Did what? Broke it down numbers, and if you add the add the one to the nine, oh, I saw that. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, your story is positive. Yeah. For me, to just to throw in a little bit of my. Uh, pessimism. My pessimism. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark Cuban for sure. I love Mark Cuban. I think yeah. he's a dope dude. He also, because he was on Shark Tank, he was in one of the Sharknado movies, which is like a hilariously bad movie on purpose. Yeah, he was in one of the Sharknado movies. Like I'm a shark too. Wow. Uh, I don't like to see guys like Zion Williamson, mm-hmm. Zion Williamson, and and Giannis having to be the ones to step up. Yeah, not and, the billionaires. Yeah, yeah the owners of the team. I totally agree. You know? yeah. Now, it's awesome to see because I love Giannis. I think he's dope, and I think Zion is the future of the league. God, we can't still basketball on, man. It's bumming me out. Yeah. Talking about yeah, there's no basketball on. But I think those are awesome people, and I love when people ingratiate themselves with the, that's That makes me feel like Giannis is going to stay. It's like, I'm the people's champion. Like You guys are the fans. I'm Milwaukee. Yeah, let, I can't let y'all, you know, Go without when y'all provide me food when I'm here, whatever. But the owner of the team, all the teams should be doing that. You know, I haven't looked it up, but I would not be surprised if the owner of the Clippers did it because I like Steve Baum, yeah. Steve Bomber, or whatever his yeah. name is. He's he, I like him. Well, they all the he's Clip- Google, he's Google money too, so yeah. I don't think he's taking advantage of of human bodies. Yeah. Well, the Clippers and the Lakers and the, the Kings are all coming together to make a plan to pay the staff. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. I like. But that. it's like. Is it? Are you taking them? You're not taking a hit. No. <laughs> All I, that money you make. I mean, look, I'm not gonna say let's not praise them because they're doing something nice. But we shouldn't yeah. be like they are doing this. Is so amazing. it's like they can do that, and they should. It's, it's what you should do. It's wild. You know, for the safety of these people and these people that work these hourly wages, the beer vendors, all these things. Take care of them. They come and they help. They support your business when they come and they do the work for you. Yeah. Steve Ballmer ain't flipping no burgers. Yeah. You know, so. Fucking look out for him. I appreciate Think about that. Steve Ballmer. That that team is a toy. That's just like that's just a hobby. That's all of them. That's all <laughs> yeah, of them, though. That's all of well, them. Well, not all of them. Not all of them. Who is it now? Come on. Uh, if you have enough money to own a team, Jim Dolan, James Dolan. That is you're you're def- you're <laughs> proving my point. He's so actively bad at doing that job. It's he clearly a care. toy. He's like, I don't, I don't care, man. people come. The 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 Madison Square Garden is in such a tourist trap. Yeah, it's, true. it's in Times Square. The games are going to be packed every night, <laughs> just because like, like people coming from China, people coming from Germany. It's like oh t- yeah, you yeah. walk past it, going to the fucking big candy store, and you go buy a ticket to a game. Yeah, every night. That's going to be every night. It's going to be at least this amount of people in Madison Square Garden because it's like a touristy New York thing to do. Yeah, even though they suck terribly, James Dolan is a clown. Yeah, he is. And he, that's a toy to him too. Yeah. Not the Lakers. Lakers is a good one. Yeah, Lakers is a good one too. Yeah, they, that's a business. Yeah, that's a business. They don't, they'll never sell. They'll keep that in the family. Yeah, that's a business. But they also have money outside of that. Just to, they're all everybody who owns a basketball team or a football team that is is, is rich. <laughs> like, is is you get to go to your little thing and go. I'm the owner. Look at my jersey that I have on. Don't you guys like this sport? I own this team. Look at me. It's that kind of thing. It's a dick measuring kind of thing, or whatever the woman thing version of a dick is yeah of a you don't want to measure your vagina but 
boobs. I don't know. Whatever makes a woman feel like I'm better than you. Cause Gen- cause Genie Bus is a woman. Yeah. I don't know how many other female owners there are, but you know, whatever she does is as dick whatever the Genie Bus version of dick measuring is. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Sorry. Yeah. Uh my good vibe story this week. Um Sophia's in school, right? Yep. So she's currently not in school for like the next two weeks, as yeah. I discussed mm-hmm. earlier. Yep. Well, um, I know that you're not in this predicament, thank you know, thankfully for you, but there's a lot of people out there that are concerned because there's kids that they, you know, teachers and stuff, they know that there's kids that come to that school and, and they know for a fact that those kids depend on those meals that they get. Yeah. The lunch and the breakfast that they get provided to them coming to school, that might be the only thing they eat that day. Yeah. And be, school being out for two weeks because of the coronavirus scares, a lot of people are concerned. Yeah. I've but, been to, I, I've actually been to that one time too, but not in, I used to, they used to give out food at summertime. I used to live yeah. with my mom a long time ago. Uh-huh. And I used to go walk to the school, get, get lunch. Yeah. Yeah, it's food. It's you know, shit. Yeah. Is, it's, and eat. Yeah, man, shit, shit is rough. Sometimes shit is rough. Yeah, you gotta get that. You get that. School looks out for a lot of kids in situations like that. Yeah, and then t- so two weeks off is that's two meals, man. That's two meals a day. It's big adjustment, man. Yeah. So Baltimore schools. So shout out. I mean, and I've maybe not on this platform, but I've been kind of critical of Baltimore public school system because they um, they've been robbed of a lot of money through you know local government, and they've had. You know, winter time the pipes will freeze and burst, and then schools cancel for a month because yeah. they flooded, or they, you know, there's no heat, but there's no air conditioning in the summer. Mm-hmm. Things like this. There's been a lot of situations like that in Baltimore City public schools. But here's a little positivity in this uh, coronavirus outbreak thing: Baltimore schools will um, be still providing free lunches while schools are closed for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltimore City Public Schools will operate uh, an emergency food service program with at least eight sites open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. beginning Monday, March 16th through Friday, March 20th. Now, I think it's a two-week thing, the schools being closed, mm-hmm. and I would assume maybe they'll carry it over. They're going to do it for this week, but then, I don't know, carry it over into next week, hopefully. But they're doing something this week, yeah. and I- I'll take it. You know, Maybe we can... Maybe some people, not not we, I don't even want to say it on the microphone, but maybe somebody will rally something up and I can go give $100 or something to for next week. Yeah. And there'll just be people out there, you know, Meals on Wheels or something like that that I can donate to to for week for week two of, of schools being closed. Mm-hmm. But for week one, they're providing emergency meal services to these kids. Uh, students will be able to receive a grab-and-go free breakfast and lunch meals. Um, some of the schools, just for Baltimore listeners... Uh, some of the schools that are doing it are Sandtown Winchester Achievement Academy. Uh, I've never even heard of that school. Mm. Uh, Dorothy I. Height Elementary, Alexander Hamilton Elementary School, the historic Cherry Hill Ele- Elementary Middle School, Yorkwood Elementary School, John Rura Elementary School, Arlington Elementary, Beachfield Elementary, St. Clair Lane Elementary, and Paul Lawrence Dunbar High School. So it's just Dunbar. I mean, I, I didn't even know that's what it was called, but Dunbar. Is it, uh, but it's best Baltimore City? Dunbar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Baltimore County. No, Baltimore City. Baltimore oh. County. I mean, I'm, there's, there's poor people in Baltimore County, but they don't. It's like, it's way more poor people in Baltimore City that yeah. need I th- this. Oh, no, I thought you said county, but it's, okay. No, oh, Baltimore City, man. Uh, Which is, that's a big deal to me. Yeah. You know, because Baltimore County schools. I, say, I don't know many schools. Dunbar is in the city. So yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. why I think <laughs> Uh, at the direction of Maryland State Department of Education, all public schools in the state, including Baltimore City Public Schools, will close all campuses effective March 16th to March 27th of 2020. This is crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, 
All school, bu- all school building activities, including school day instruction, child care, health services, enrichment, professional development, athletics, and club sports, as well as preschool, are canceled during this time. All parent-teacher conferences are rescheduled for uh, March 13th, 2020, are canceled. So that's, some kids are super excited. Kids are loving this right now. Yeah. This is like, I remember when DC Sniper was out, we had to still go to school. Yeah. And it was we thought it was a dude running around killing people. And they still made us go to school. They made, well, well yeah, yeah, you're right. I bet they made it seem like the guy was like down the street, though. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the coronavirus, those numbers aren't saying... Every school is in danger. I don't know, but I'm just saying. I had to go to school. There was a sniper outside. Yeah. You know, but they closed everything down for this shit. That's crazy. Um, Yeah, so all the parent-teacher conferences are rescheduled, so those kids are loving that. Uh, State education officials indicated days missed during this period would be made up during the spring break. They are good. Those kids are going to be pissed. They mad as hell. It's like you've been off for two weeks, but then when spring break isn't there anymore, and you're like, no, it's spring break. It's like, you just were off two weeks, man. Yeah. I don't care, but this is spring break, though. Yeah. They loving it, man. With video games at an all-time high right now. Oh, man. You stay home, get your My Player up to 95. <laughs> and, oh, man. You just grind all night. You don't got to worry about getting up in the morning. Wow. But then, in, you know, lower middle class to low class homes, you got a kid staying home, especially 15, 16-year-old kids, stay home, eat all the cereal in a day. Yeah. Eat all the, f- just go- blowing through food. Like you? Damn, man. Uh <laughs> Uh yeah, but you didn't have to come at me like that. Yeah, I was one. To, I was one. I was one to blow through some shit, man. You know, we we used to get. I remember we used to get uh, frozen White Castle burgers. Yeah. <laughs> man, your boy. Them things are gross. Your man. boy would throw a box down in a in a day, man. It was a probably a box of twenty little burgers with those little fucking cancer onions on them, and I would throw some ketchup and mustard. And throw them back. Like, oh, man, I pop them like Tic Tacs, man. Those White Castle burgers were next I level, remember man. one time, man. You used what? to. <laughs> what, man? Before, when, when you used to live around the corner from me. Before you get to it, that was the end of my story. The city schools are closed, <laughs> oh. and, and, and they're going to be providing uh, food to the kids. I hope other cities and, and other states follow suit. What? What is what? I remember one time, like, I think. See why I stayed in that house while I was over there. You were great. You and were then, you were you were privileged enough to stay and see how a king lives with all this rice. Yeah, sure. Shit, you know? Yeah, and then I used to eat so much food. And then I remember one time your mom, I, I, your, I, I, mom I, I, your mom what, was what? like, your mom got mad at something because she was she didn't want me over there eating your food because you was already eating all of it. <laughs> then I was over there eating some. Oh really? Like, yeah. I remember this? My mom kept it a bean like that. So I'm like, I don't have grocery money to be. Y'all are eating too much damn food. Would you stay for days? <laughs> No, nah, me by myself. I'm a, oh, I'm, a mach- I'm a machine. So yeah, that, two teenage kids. Yeah, uh, oh, me God. by my me me by myself. I can take down <laughs> a whole lot of the fridge leftovers. I'll eat their food. Oh man, if you got your name on it, you got you got you got a day. A day. <laughs> you got a day. I mean, from the night. Like you get home from the dinner, you put it in you the fridge. You got until tomorrow night. So <laughs> if wow, you don't man. eat it in that day. And you come home, and you're like, oh, man, I'm eating my leftovers from last night's dinner. I'm going to eat them for dinner tonight. If it's after 7 o'clock p.m., that's gone. Sorry. Animal, Animal man. It's been many a times. It's been many a times I didn't, you know, I didn't call my mom fake crying. <laughs> Ma, can I have these leftovers in the fridge? And I mean, mad. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Knowing, like, looking back <laughs> as an adult. As looking back at it as an adult, if somebody asked me that way, I'll go, oh, they really want it. Then I won't yeah. eat it. I'll be like, cool. Thank you. Go eat <laughs> go that right eat. up. My mom probably come home hungry, didn't, don't eat. 
Man, you yeah, being greedy. Man. Shout out to my mom, man. I, 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 I it been many nights. My mom might have went home, went home, hung, went to bed hungry because I ate her food that she <laughs> thought she was gonna eat when she got home. And that was like the only food. And when you're older, you look forward to that too. I'm gonna go home. Yeah, no. If some, let somebody eat, eat my leftovers that I've got boxed up. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm like this little piece of steak and a little half a baked potato. I'm. Oh man, yeah. I didn't. I ate many of those things. You know, but uh, you know, we live and we learn. You know. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But on that note, uh, listen, folks. Uh, all jokes aside, this coronavirus is. You know, we should take this serious. Uh, even if you feel like you're a healthy person, we all have a grandparent or, uh, you know, uh, a cousin or whatever, people who have, who are going through, you know, cancer treatments, people who are HIV positive, people with compromised immune systems and things like that. They are susceptible to potentially passing away from this virus. So, you know, we should be cautious of washing our hands and not coughing on people. Use your vamp, do a vampire cough and, you know, just, just be cautious of what you do, man. And don't go out. And fight somebody over paper towels. Yeah. Don't be a dickhead, man. Just be paper calm. Paper towels is not going to... It's going to do anything. It's not going to do nothing. The bounty quicker picker upper is not going to stop you from getting the coronavirus. It just isn't. So go out and get the things that you need. Don't stockpile on things and try to resell them to people. That's the most asshole thing you can possibly do in a fucking pandemic. Yeah. What are people that need it? That's what I mean. Like, you don't need it. You have, you have 40 <laughs> gallons of hand sanitizer in your garage and you're selling it Re, like you're breaking it down like it's a uh, uh, crack yeah. and putting them in little generic vials and sell oh, I got uh, four ounces of hand sanitizer twenty dollars yeah. it's some guy that can't that can't he bought so much hand sanitizer now he can't he can't even unload it he can't sell it good fuck him it's like when people <laughs> were buying the Popeye's chicken that was the dumbest shit when people were buying the Popeye's chicken sandwiches and out and then trying to why would I buy a loose sandwich from you on the street yeah that's how good. dumb that's again probably how some people got coronavirus Buying secondhand sandwiches. Oh man, y'all bought all of them out. You can get them from me. I buy them. I'm double. I'm up charging the chicken sandwiches. Tell you, man. Think about it, man. Charging premiums and shit. They yeah, man. Premium. Oh, damn, yeah, I can get a five dollar chicken sandwich. I can get the. I can get it from inside Popeyes for five dollars. Yeah, but I bought them all out, so it's fifteen from me. Yeah. Somebody bought them, and now we got coronavirus. Mm. Anyway, guys, wash your hands. Be safe. Yeah, wash and, your hands, uh, please. And just go to the grocery store. Calm, man. We don't need to be seeing. I don't want to see world star videos of people fighting over fucking. Granola bars. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in True Crown, Franco Evans, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park